guys in three two one nick champion over here with champion insurance and i am joined with the king and the queen of the realm the beard scarred tyler and natalie say hello hello hi hi so wanted to get on here with you guys um you guys run the barbershop over in batavia um you are one of my favorite business owners to interact with and on top of our multiple technology uh issues of trying to get this on on live we're going to splice this up and hopefully uh, get it just off the Zoom recording. So how are you guys holding up uh, everything that's going on? Uh, yeah, we're hanging in there. As uh, I keep saying, uh, cumulatively, overall, in the grand scheme of life, like, this is the age in which we are quarantined. It could be worse. True. And uh, just keep saying that. Yeah. And, and hopefully <laughs> it doesn't get worse. <laughs> have you guys, uh, has anybody that you, have, has anybody you guys known in the realm been sick? Uh, yeah, uh, well, we've had a, I've talked to uh, one client for sure that we had on the books uh, before all this went down. Um, I was reaching out to make sure everybody was doing okay and let them know that we can reschedule them. And he did uh, test positive for COVID-19. So he's, he said personally that it is absolute hell and he does not wish that anybody uh, put themselves in danger or risk of getting it. Short of that, everybody uh, beard scarred adjacent, like uh, staff um, staff and staff families, everybody's been healthy so far that we've heard. Um, of course, everybody seemed to be dropping like flies of various colds and flus in the weeks leading up to it, but nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's funny that you guys say that. One of the things I was telling uh, everybody about, there's, depending on what you're reading in different uh, processes, um, this may have been around in December or even January. So like just in January alone, my office, we have seven employees, not including myself, so eight total, including me. We had 21 paid time off days used in January just for illness, not, not counting the ones where people scheduled, I wanted to spend time with my kids or what have you, just illness. We had 21 in January. Uh, on top of the fact that we uh, individually, I even got sick around uh, New Year's uh, really bad and I never get sick, um, got, couldn't kick it, um, you know, until I went on some, I, I don't know, maybe it was a sinus infection, but um, yeah, it's just very weird. So like, yeah, it's, it's funny that you guys bring that up that you guys had some illnesses too, because um, it's something tore through our office very harshly in January, which was just interesting. So yeah, it was spreading from person to person. I think we didn't have a single week where we didn't have like a day or two, um, you know, in this year leading up to, uh, to having to close down. I don't think we had a single week where we didn't have to reschedule an entire day's worth of clients due to somebody being sick with something or other. Yeah. So yeah, it's gnarly out there. Yeah. So we've, we've been fortunate enough not to have gotten anything you know, serious. Uh, so we're grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm in, I'm in a similar boat. Um, thankfully none of my illnesses seem to last more than a couple days. Um, got a little concerned with one of my staff members who is exhibiting flu like symptoms. Um, but fully um, kicked it, no issues, never got tested um, herself. She thought she was doing fine. So I had a little bit of a scare that we were going to have it. Um, my whole goal was not to become the first, um, at least uh, Allstate agent that I knew that got it. Um, didn't want to be patient zero. Um, so thankfully, none of us have been uh, getting in and we've been taking precautions and stuff like that. But the, the real interesting thing, part of one of the reasons I want to interview you guys is because different businesses have been a different affected uh, 
and to be honest, insurance isn't the most affected, at least not yet. I mean, I'm, people not paying their bills and stuff like that, this could end up becoming a little bit bigger of an issue for us. But you guys literally deal with um, interacting uh, physically with your clients when you're cutting their hair, when you're doing the things and you're right by their mouths and things like that, particularly you guys who do beards. So can you talk about the impact that you guys have seen um, on your business, what you guys are doing as owners? I know that's a big question, so maybe we can break it down a little bit further, but I wanted to open it up like that. We do touch people's heads and faces for money. So yeah, (laughs) it is one of the world's oldest professions. It's true. Mm -hmm. Definitely is. Uh, So yeah, we're, we are definitely in the personal services, uh, any of the businesses where you touch people for a living. Um, Just all, all of those. We're all, uh, in various degrees of, screwed right now um i still believe with with everything that i have that we will get through this despite everything going on right now um that's all virtually we do have some income right now we have shelves of products over here and we're still selling online we have uh, everything i have for actual um you can buy on our on our web stores so the people who don't have that option are in even rougher shape. Of course, you know, the shop is huge and uh, has a lot of overhead, but. Um, yeah. Aside yeah. from, from doing any, any actual like barber services, so no, no haircuts or shaves or beard trims uh, for, it's been about a month now. Uh, exactly. Isn't this the 17th? Yeah, yeah exactly. A month to the day. Yeah. Today. One month. Of not- Happy anniversary. Tyler is the social butterfly over here. So even it's aside, he's so sad to not see all of his regulars. I know. Right now. I miss everybody so much. I'm, I am built for hermitude, but he is not. <laughs> he might well, that- have to start doing live streams with his clients just to do the chat part of the service. I'm totally down for that. That's a <laughs> yeah, guys, bring, bring, bring your own scissors. I'm going to, nope, nope, a little bit, a little bit more up, down. <laughs> Oh no, just, he'll talk them out of that and just yeah. have a good chat. Yeah. Um, well, no, I mean, one of the things I think that's really infectious about what you guys do is one, you guys are just such genuinely li- nice people, which is good. But uh, on top of that, you guys have, uh, I think the real secret sauce to what I've seen out of you guys is you kind of, you do build loyalty in your customers out of just who you guys are as people, but then also the culture that you guys have brought around uh, beards guard. So I guess it just kind of flows into that. So Tyler, you, you know, you love working with everybody. Um, what do you guys think has made your barbershop differently during normal circumstances that's allowed you guys to grow like you have? Um, I think a lot of it comes down to the way we engage with uh, not just the clients, but within the shop, the, the staff has a really good rapport and everybody gets along really well. So it just fosters that air of uh, comfort and acceptance and welcoming uh, within the shop. And that just continues to spread out uh, from there. I just don't know too many people. Uh, I mean, there's so much in this industry, but I don't know too many people who just love this, everything that we do as much as we do here. That's, it's the passion and enthusiasm. And if you don't have that, nothing else will work. And if you do have that, everything else the the way gets paved with that yeah attitude's huge 
it, it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like the it. major part of of this. If if you don't love what you do, then you might not be able to reach your full potential for it. It's not just with the with barbering either. It's, like I have, I have some really bad psoriasis. Like my skin is falling off right now. I'm kind of turning into one of a. Oh, what is it? Grayscale. Basically, I have grayscale right now. I'm kind of a leper. Um, but I just like to say that um, I'm slowly turning into a dragon, so it sounds cool. So, you know, hurts constantly, sucks a bunch, never going to go away because it's an autoimmune disorder or I'll have it until I die. But if you don't laugh about it and if you don't make it a little bit lighter, it's going to suck. You know, it's funny that you say that too. My, my dad has uh, multiple sclerosis and of many conversations we've had around it, um, you know, he, he just had to make up in his mind one day that um, I live in constant pain and I can either let it ruin my entire life or I can uh, learn to deal with it. Um, you know, and it's similar to what you just said. So, um, but um, transitioning back into like what you guys do and um, I, I do want to um, pat myself on the back for three years ago. I kept saying, I was like, man, you guys are going to, you guys are going to keep crushing this. Like I could just tell just from talking with you guys, not only are you great barbers and like, you can do a great job on cutting hair and doing uh, beards. And... We've never cut yours. <laughs> huh? But not that you would know. You, we've never cut yours. I, you know what? Unfortunately, I cannot grow a beard uh, like a man, like Tyler. Um, I just end up looking like, hair. huh? You have a head of hair and a full one. Lots I do. Well, as, as we were saying beforehand, my favorite about Tyler is that when I met him, all his hair was up here, and it's as he put it, gravity has just brought it all down here. There wasn't but, much up top. I, yeah. I just have the certain haircut that I can do to make a bald guy look a little bit less bald, and I do it well, but it definitely reached critical mass and was not going to be successful anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would love to grow a beard. I even talked about it. I even did like a no shave November. I started to, but when again, it just got into that itchy uh, phase where I also, I don't grow it in full. So I just look like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. I was like, I'm trying to meet with people and tell them I'm professional. And I just look like an unkept teenager. And I was like, this has got to go. <laughs> so, Very small teenager, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but no, a couple of years ago when we first met and you guys were doing well and you, you were growing and you guys gave us the opportunity to work with you. Um, I could just tell just from, yeah, you guys' enthusiasm, the passion that you guys bring behind everything that you're doing, uh, that you guys were going to shoot off into the stars. And I, and I kept saying that I was like, um, now that you guys want my opinion, but I was like, I think, um, this could get a lot bigger for you too, if you wanted to. And it's funny, um, before all this, I saw the updates that you guys were transitioning more into those CEO kind of roles, those executive roles, because you were growing so fast that that was happening. Um, can you talk about that transition from even a couple of years ago to now, like what your roles were trying to do? Obviously the virus is gonna mess that up a little bit, but uh, I could see it clear as day. I'm curious of what it seemed like for you guys going through it for the last couple of years. Well, Tyler has always been at the chair guy. Um, one of the reasons that uh, we are in the positions that we are now as far as our job roles is uh, years before um, we opened Beards Guard, I was having other health issues that made me just a very, very unreliable barber at the chair. You never knew when I was going to be just down for the count for like a week or so. Um, so I knew I was going to have to set up something where I didn't have to rely on me physically being okay to do my job. So Tyler has been the one that's been the in-person person running shop and making sure that the staff is taken care of. And I keep all the cogs running like a 
little gnome behind the scenes. <laughs> so we, yeah, he's the uh, in um, the shop beard, more beard scarred person, and I run the product line and all the behind the scenes details. Yeah, I'm I'm on her. stage, and she's all of set crew. You're well, the, I mean, and, and then you guys also brought in your sister recently to handle some of that operations so that, um, Natalie, as, as I understand it, you could go back into more managing uh, the barbers that you guys were bringing on. You guys were growing at a pretty fast rate, right? We have a huge yeah. flipping staff right now. Um, yeah, we have are essentially a, you know, uh, my sister is the CFO, essentially. Yeah. Uh, she she is, deals with the money stuff. She understands that stuff. And I, I kept her running until she got here. And I cannot be more thankful. She is, this place couldn't run without her. Um, of course, Lindsay at the front desk, who is not just front desk. She's our shop manager and all the staff that we have here. This, this place is made up of the people who make it up. And uh, I'm so excited to get everybody back on with us. I know they've been all feeling pretty similar to how we have at home, but uh, once we do reopen though, this place is going to hit like a battlefield in game. Yeah, just droves and droves of shaggy people. Good thing we have so many swords around here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't so, want to have to use them. So do you guys, you guys have mentioned that you you had some ideas for uh, when you guys were going to be open up, some things that you guys want to do for the community. Do you want to you want to share some of that now, or is it still kind of under lock and key? Um, not under lock and key, just more in uh, in still figuring it out because yeah. who knows? There's so many ideas. Um, not only that, I feel like it's kind of pointless for us to make any plans for like a week out before we know that things are going to start opening up again because every time we try to make a plan it's like oh nope never mind everything's different now so um but we did want to do some really awesome stuff for uh, not only first responders um and medical uh, personnel but um who else we're talking about? just all the people that are the grocery workers yeah. um food service workers that Everybody's are out there right still... now the people who are keeping everything running right yeah. now. Uh, we don't know precisely how we're gonna run it, um, mostly because our system kind of determines some stuff like that. Yeah, how but we'll, we set it up. we'll be trying to figure out something. Maybe maybe I'll do a, a 24 hour cut. Oh. Yeah, just, just burn through as many people as you, I can. You wanna get a few extra of these in the house too? I'm probably gonna need a case of those just, uh, just to keep myself going all the coffee. I mean, this is not just altruistic. Tyler just needs like all of the social buffering up right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just as much for me as it is for, for everybody. Yeah, this is for charity. Bar is like way down there. <laughs> so um, I've, I've had some ideas that when uh, the orders, I mean, I think I just, I haven't substantiated, but I think uh, the last report I heard was Wisconsin was extending theirs till May 26th. Um, I have uh, read that actually from Governor Pritzker that he's talked about reinstituting uh, divisions back in as they make sense. Um, can you, do you guys have an insight? So for example, like with insurance, right? We don't have to uh, touch people. In fact, there's a running joke in my office uh, of that I have a no touch rule, especially with my staff. Um, there's no hugging, no anything like that. So it's, it's just, I'm not very much like that. Um, so it's a big running joke in my office that we just don't do that. Um, so that's not really an issue for us. You know, the no touching, that's fine. Um, I would but I think that May 1st, huh? 
I'm a hugger, so I would I'd hug everybody. I don't mind hugging clients. I've just I've always felt like I never would want to make somebody who works for me feel uncomfortable. And I'm not that's just okay. a me thing. I just it's a Nick thing. It's a hundred percent a Nick thing. So it is is super important. It's generally with his dude clients, Bobby. Right. You so do. I think that by at least I would say beginning of May, potentially May 1st, but even May 15th to end of May, um, I think that people will start going back to work. Uh, I think that they'll go back with masks though. And um, I'm somebody who likes to practically look at the real information, the masks, and when I wear them are actually not for me, they're for you. Um, if I actually was exposed and was asymptomatic, uh, that me wearing a mask makes you far less likely to get exposed. So as you guys are thinking is like, Barbers, if you guys were wearing them yourselves, your clients who may, you know, appear to be healthy or whatever the case is, I would think that you guys could do some beard work um, with you guys wearing masks and maybe um, having clients wear them just simply while you're doing. I don't know. Have you guys thought through this of how that could look? Um, there's there's, there's various there's options um, between face masks, the uh, more like over face sort of dealies of all the gloves yes. lots of gloves we have plenty of gloves um all of those options are on the table uh, we do have five chairs in the shop and then uh one also next door which we generally use for you know education and uh overflow purposes so uh we'll be able to keep a chair's distance between people uh when we do finally reopen that'll be helpful um there's just so many regulations that we can put in place with like, you know, don't bring anybody extra to your appointment. Like this is not the time to bring, you know, your dad just because he wants to see the place. Um, uh, probably going to be uh, doing away with walk-ins for a bit because that just adds a whole element of unknown to the day. Um, yeah. So we're definitely going to be doing plenty of protection. I don't know about um, things online. I don't know how well, we will do jobs with that, but as long as we're, you know, keeping some sort of barrier there and just cleaning like absolute mad, I guess that's the best we can do. Do you guys have an opinion of when you'd like to start seeing your, um, let's, let's say that the restrictions are lifted and it's uh, up to the business owner and up to their clients of when they would want to do it. When would you guys like to get back? When would you guys feel um, safe enough, I guess, to start cutting hair again? For me, I feel like the governor of Illinois, I feel like Pritzker has been pretty on top of things. And, uh, you know, even if um, it's really spotty elsewhere, I'm kind of going to go with the local Illinois regulations because that's they where, seem to that's be... That's where we live and that they seem to be like they're they're pretty in line with, with kind of like the, the other uh, CDC recommendations. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like the Illinois is taking it seriously and they using and I, I guess we'll probably trust that, but it's so hard to say right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the part that's hard and I don't think anybody has the answer to is that the um, there's gonna be an ambiguous time where um, you're gonna you're gonna have to make a choice. Um, and again, I think that's harder for you guys where like for us, we're able to just send everybody home or, um, you know, and really not miss much of a beat. Um, but you guys are unfortunately going to be in that more uh, leadership kind of decision and ambiguousness to what that answer is, which again, if the governor says, hey, 
you know, because let's put it this way. I don't think that a vaccine is going to be made for at least another year. And um, at that point, um, I think there can be some antibody tests. And I think that can change the landscape a little bit. Like, for example, if you find out that I have the antibodies for it, it would suggest that I've had it already and I'd be less exposed to it. Whether that means you're immune, nobody knows for sure uh, once you have the antibodies. But I, so I think that could change the game a bit. But yeah, I think you guys are going to end up being put in a position where as leaders, you're going to be making choices um, and your employees. Um, and and I, it'd be interesting to see um, maybe after the fact of like how you guys make that decision. Um, because I, I just don't think that it's ever going to, we're not going to be able to return to a full normalcy until yeah. a vaccine comes in um, or some kind of massive drop off in infection. So it's, it's a hard choice for you guys. Yeah. yeah. And who's to say we, we ever get back to a point of full normalcy? You know, I don't think that's going to be in the cards now. You know, everything's changed moving uh, forward. So we're staying on top of like sanitation and just the way that we interact with our clients and, and everybody else in the public. Yeah, I think everything's going to change. Especially being a, uh, you know, lady person who came up in a dude industry like we were always taught like you give a damn like obviously that's going to be going away uh we do have realm hands here though just greet everybody like that you know my wife is uh hard of hearing so those uh you know that's how you uh clap your hands if you're deaf and hard of hearing and uh so yeah the the jazz hands or realm hands i guess we call realm hands now we were theater kids. Tyler died yeah. more than anybody else uh, on stage in his high school. So yeah. I won best death. <laughs> I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit. Um, sorry that this has never come up before because I, I could totally put you on the spot for an impression, but we won't do that. But <laughs> um, so what have you guys um, you guys have told me and I thought that was unique. You guys make your own beard oil and uh, other products around that. And you've been able to diversify and at least get some sales and some revenue coming through the office. Can you talk about how, if you're another barbershop and you're listening to this or if you're hearing it, what advice would you give to somebody who maybe only does uh, cutting hair right now? Is there a way to get into that easily? Is that just something you guys were naturally interested and gifted in? Talk a little bit about that. Uh, that, that was definitely a huge, uh, thing that when we started Beards Guard, uh, we wanted to make sure that we were going to offer uh, products for our clients that we believed in. And through, I think within the first year that we were open. It was the first anniversary. Yeah, launched it. on the first anniversary we launched our, our product. And it's, it's grown since then. Natalie has been insanely awesome with all the the development of the products the form the, the actual production of them yeah. um, now it's beard oil beard butter balms waxes uh lip butters which are my personal addiction because yeah. i am not a beard person <laughs> as you can tell uh but i had all the ingredients to make all the flavors of lip butter ever uh shave oils uh scrubs all sorts yeah. of but like I can't imagine any of that is going to happen now so alas all the new goodies are going to get delayed 
Now, how did you guys come up with the the initial idea? You liked doing the products. You said you wanted to sell products that you guys believed in. Was that a passion you guys had at the same time, or is this something you developed on purpose? For me, um, a little of both. So one of the things with uh, that we've come to discover in business is when we were first uh, open, we you know had a good amount of retail going, but we only had three barbers, and one of them, great barber, but he was a uh, international touring musician as well. So we'd like lose him for like one to two months out of every three. And it was about that point that I realized that we had gave our staff as much flexibility as possible. Um, we needed to find other sources of income to support things like that, as well as, uh, you know, something that, you know, so, so few, uh, hair places do so and, and a lot of small businesses in general too yeah. yeah so right now river peak is a constant supply of product during a time where we don't really have enough funds on hand to uh replenish our inventory but we do there because i can just go make it right next door so making sure that money, it's almost like that business will actually stay within small businesses and within the community because when you shop at River Peak or at Beards Guard, you're kind of shopping at both, and that's two businesses that you're putting money into in the community. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, guys! It's it's been a it's been a fun story, like absolutely watching you guys uh, grow around that. So um, to see both businesses that were taken off for you guys, and and at the end of the day. Um, you know, tough times don't last, but tough people do. And I think, um, you know, you guys have been, you guys are very humble um, to talk about everything. So every time we've had interactions, uh, I, I love bragging on you guys. And um, hopefully it doesn't come off as too, uh, I, I, I'm a personal believer, don't ever say something unless you fully believe it. So if I say I think you guys are phenomenal business owners, you can take it to the bank, but that's what I mean. Because I, I don't do well uh, brown nosing, that's just not my thing. Um, but to see you guys so humble and going through, it's like you guys um, are doing a lot of the right things. Um, you guys will make it beyond this no matter what. I mean, there's no question in my mind. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. So just got to outrun the bills right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's my personal belief, and we were discussing a little bit before this. I do think that there'll be some extra support that's offered up. Um, you know, to help small business owners. So hopefully um, everybody can come together. I think uh, regardless of your affiliations politically, um, most people can appreciate that. I believe when I was doing research um, on small business before we employ, um, it was something like 49% of the workforce um, is small businesses. And that's defined as I think under uh, 500 and under, but I even think 100 and under was like, you know, 85% of the employment. Um, uh, 85% of that number. So how many people do you guys, uh, staff nowadays? So currently we had seven, uh, we have seven, not including myself. So, I mean, eight, if you include me, but, um, we've been as high as 10. We had one person take a job with the military, which is great. Um, that's awesome. I'm super happy. Anytime I can employ somebody who's a veteran and if they had an opportunity yeah. in the military, go yeah. for it. Uh, we had to let somebody go, unfortunately, um, right before all this happened, um, for reasons that were outside of my control. Um, we've not laid off anybody due to the virus um, and we plan to immediately hire somebody um, as soon as everybody's back at work. Um, I just feel uncomfortable hiring somebody and not being able to work with them. 
Um, yeah. As you guys have interacted with us, we have extremely high standards of how I try to run my business and mistakes can happen, but I very much like to limit them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, what were you gonna say? We're in a similar position over here. You know, we have, we have thir 13. 13 people yeah. that work here right now. And uh, you know, we were in the midst of a hiring process right before this all started. And uh, as soon as we come back, we are literally going to be hiring fairly promptly because um, we, we do have one more spot to fill uh, or at least once we can have all five chairs running again, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll be ready for that. But you know, while technically everybody's laid off right now, unemployment and all that, um, that's one of the nice things about being a uh, employed barbershop as opposed to a chair rental shop is that you know, everybody does have that unemployment to fall back on, but uh, we cannot wait to bring everybody back. So. Yeah, no, that's that's a big deal to to bring up. So, how many in your industry um, rent chairs versus uh, W2? Which um, I've certainly worked with people who rent chairs. I, I just quoted a, a barbershop or a, a, a beautician salon that yeah, they rent the chairs from the lady. Um, I'm working on that quote right now. Um, so, how many? What's your take on the industry? How many people hire versus 10.99 them? I wish I had any data on that. Um, I don't, because uh, I should look it up sometime. Um, sure. What's your impression <laughs> anecdotally, though? A lot, though, a lot. Uh, yeah. because a, a lot of the you know people who are you know have been in the industry for a long time and really want to go and do th things their own way um, go for the chair rental sorts of places. But like, yes, you can make a good amount of money there. But this is one of the down the biggest downsides is that you don't have that protection of being employed. Um, yeah. And I know there's a lot of grants that are going around out there right now, but uh, and there has been funding that's been extended to people in that situation. But my goodness, there needs to be a lot more done yeah. on that front because they're, you know, if we're in a bad situation right now, they're definitely in a worse one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's you not guys, for the industry at all, you know, yeah, so no, you guys need to be talked about a little bit more because, again, it's a big deal. And, again, the number one complaint I hear of not your normal stuff of groceries and yada, yada, yada is talking about I need a haircut. There's uh, somebody who wants to do a Zoom meeting for me, and he just runs his hands through his hair. He's like, I just – but I need a haircut really bad. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I, you I can get somebody. Email me and text me and just be like, hey. Oh, you know what we're going to do? Um, our kid, who does happen to be a girl child but has yeah. our, you know, one of our classic dude cuts on her head uh, with bring some pomade home and show the world Ooh, how yeah. you can tame it even when it's long and shaggy because pomade can fix so much for so long. You know, maybe maybe we can also advance those, uh, the 5G internet. Um, they're gonna be allowed to have, uh, they're gonna be able to do surgery because 5G is so amazing. They're going to be able to do surgery where you could be in Batavia and cut their hair all the way, no matter where they are in Australia, even. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe we'll get to that point. Then you guys wouldn't have to be in person anymore. You guys could be multi-international. Uh, you know, it's funny. They, that could be a thing for your kids uh, for your kids one day if they come up through the industry. That could be a thing. Just like uh, I don't think I'm going to see the uh, self-driving cars be a thing that's a material effect on my business uh, before I retire. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and again, I guess in a funny thing, I'm taking this in a very weird direction, but like uh, analog brakes have been standard on cars since like 1990 or something like that. But uh, it it's, was so long to work its way into the general force of all cars that like I, self-driving cars are not going to be around for me. But hey, maybe your kids will have to look into how they virtually cut hair. Maybe that would be a thing. Morgan's ready to be a robot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one, uh, one other piece of information and we'll wrap up. I'm curious, how did you guys get your first clients? I've never asked you this, um, but you guys obviously have a reputation now. Um, one of my favorites was to find out my best friend from high school, um, Joe, Joe Sloger, who's a customer of your guys, that he, on his own, was clients of yours um, before he knew that I had any relationship with you guys whatsoever. Um, so you have a following. You have a very strong loyalty from your customers. How do you find the first one? Um, well, before we opened up Beards Guard, Nana and I were both working at um, other shops separately. Uh, and we had a few clients that followed us out. Not um, many for me, because I was down well, in Wicker Park. And, yeah. you know, there, although there is at least one of the Wicker Park guys that still comes out here every three weeks without fail for yeah. all of these years. And I, I still have a guy who I started cutting when I was still in barber school. Uh, yep. that followed me to my first shop and then to Beards Guard, and I still see him. <laughs> I mean, obviously not where the Beards Guard clients came from. Yeah. Um, we made a postcard when we first opened. Uh, just super cute, our dumb faces on it, and went to like every bar and restaurant and just most of it. Guerrilla marketing. Let people say, see your dumb face and uh, they, for some reason, might want to do business with it. Yeah. Plus, there just weren't many barbershops doing anything like mm -hmm. this out here. Yeah. We, really we, well, nobody we does what you guys do out there. Nobody. No, no we're in, in the hinterlands of Illinois. And also, you know, we, we always have cool dogs here. And we, yeah. know, we know that like the haircuts are only a part of the reason we have this following. It's mostly the pups, uh, Mia and Cash and all the rest. Yeah. yeah, they have some pretty serious man bases. Well, it's, it's, it's not um, too dissimilar to what we do. So you can, you know, for us, you can buy your insurance with a lot of different people and some people lower on price and some people uh, differently. Um, you know, I don't think that people come to you because you're the lowest priced haircut in the area they go for the experience they go for the family they go for what you guys bring to the table and you've done such an impressive job um basically taking you know again similar to us a commodity industry and making it n unique where nobody can come in and match what you guys are doing it's your culture it's your realm that you guys have and um really so, I mean, it's it's really impressive. I love talking to owners like you guys because um, it gives a lot of inspiration to do different things. Um, and I appreciate you guys sharing time with me. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add in here um, just as a, uh, a call to action, anything that we can do? Shop online, shop, yeah. uh, do takeout from the restaurants, just anything support, you can do to support local right yeah. now. Like Support the local businesses. I mean, they, they're the ones that really, truly need it. And they're the ones that are going to be the most appreciative of that support as well. We literally all need people to continue shopping local. We're all going to make it through this. Yeah, guys, um, I 100% agree with that. Um, if you're still watching this, check out them out on Facebook, Beards Guard. It's, be, it's Beards Like 
the word, but G-A-A-R-D. Did I get that right? Beards guard? Beardick and nerdy. As soon as I say guard. that, it seems to like understand the spelling. Yeah. We we were drunk when we came up with the name. <laughs> over for bit. pretty much like all the business parts since, except for some of the copywriting. Definitely the one where like there's the uh, thread of disembowelment by uh, horrific elder gods, if you no show on us. That's like the um, confirmation email you get for your appointments and somehow nobody's complained all these years. I think if anybody complains, they don't understand what you guys are doing and they're not gonna be great clients anyway. You Plus, guys, that's sure. part of the brand. If you don't get it, if you get offended by that, go go to hair cuttery. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna not say some awkward things here. We're just we're just gonna keep doing what we do. Yeah, I, again, I, it, it's one of the things I like the best about you guys is that you you are who you are. You you are genuine nice people. You've built a great business where your skill sets are showcased. But on top of that, it's like, hey, this is the experience that we're creating for people. If you want to be a part of that, we're here and we're going to provide that for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys aren't going to compromise your beliefs just to appease one person who, you know, uh, wants to get offended. So, you know what we do here? It says it all right on the back of the hoodie. Okay, it says, welcome home, nerds. <laughs> exactly. You know, and it's funny too, because, uh, you know, I think one of the reasons we connected too is, uh, I think the first meeting I had, I was like, oh yeah, we're doing Comic-Con. He was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Thought it would be a good idea. You do Comic-Con yeah. as a business. And, right. Uh, yeah. and, and also dressed up. And I'm thoroughly miffed about the fact that I'm not able to join you. Listen, we can't afford the booth space. I it's know. expensive. I know <laughs> it is. Just... Comic-Con, drop your booth rates. <laughs> They actually did this year, although it may not happen. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah. if you negotiate with them, we got our booth for. Uh, I don't think I have a contractual obligation not to say we got it for a thousand dollars. So for a ten by ten space, that's yeah. uh, definitely that's way like, more. It's than like a few days of of time, so maybe. Who knows? It's, it's hard because you guys are going out to Rosemont and see me. I can write anybody in Illinois and Wisconsin. It doesn't matter. But yeah. for you guys, they have to come to Batavia. So going out to Rosemont to say, hey, meet us in Batavia um, could be a thing. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, so much appreciate your time. I hope you guys, um, if, as you guys go live, we'll try to uh, it, and start cutting hair again. Um, I'll try to do uh, my part to uh, participate. I, I already promised you guys I would uh, come out and pay for lunch for the first responders and any, any of the charity stuff that you guys are doing. I, I'll, okay. We'll make it work. Um, we'll cover it up for you guys just to make sure that you're good. Um, but just to um, support local business owners like yourself who are so wonderful and doing everything you can to um, make it through these tough times. So I really and, appreciate you guys jumping on the horn with me. And people like you have been such a, such a help. I mean, Nick, uh, for yeah. anybody who doesn't know about this, bought $500 worth of gift certificates from us. And uh, you go ahead and get a quote from him. And we have all of our personal insurance, not just our business insurance through Nick. Um, and I, uh, yeah, get a quote and get one of our gift cards for when we do open back up again. Although actually the gift cards, you can also uh, use those on our website for product as well. Yeah. So that's not only for haircuts. Yeah. All right guys, so I got, I got one of them. I just had to go grab one. So I got them right here too. So okay. the, the, that way nobody can uh, steal it. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, for what, for what it's worth on here, 
Um, anything that we don't um, give away during this time, uh, we're going to bring to that uh, charity uh, piece and uh, you can fill out. We'll make it really easy. The whole idea was, um, let's put it this way. I'm willing to lose on this um, if it's needed to support good uh, businesses. I've certainly done other things and I don't want to make this about um, what we have and have not done. Um, but the whole idea was, how can we help support um, those who need it the most? And, um, you know, again, I'm just, I'm a big fan of you guys. I've learned a lot from you guys. Um, you know, it's similar to what I've said to other people, even if you did no business with me, I'd still like to be like you guys as friends, because I, I love just watching how you guys run your business. Um, that it's, it's been a blessing to me. And so if there was a way to sell, help support that back, I wanted to make sure I did it. So. And you did. We thank you so much. For sure. Or so. tap dancing neighbors, tap dancing upstairs. <laughs> well, that's a good time to end it. So that you guys can go dance off. Right. You guys can go upstairs and, and, and join the dancing. So oh, we're not allowed to go into other people's no, homes, Nick. No, that's no. not that's not part of the rules. <laughs> not supposed to do it. If you don't live in that place, you don't go into that place. The, the only reason we're here is because this is an empty extension of our home. We go from our home pod to our car pod to this pod, and that's it. Yeah. yeah, it's always weird when I have to go to the post office, which I'll be doing after this, and I get to put on my mask and just go pick up the mail and run home. So, yeah. there you go. wish me luck. We Good do. Luck. Take care, guys. Thanks, Thanks Nick. Nick. Bye. Appreciate it.